Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. As you know, whales and dolphins communicate in what sounds to us like song. And a team of researchers in Scotland have just spent a year listening to them. They drop microphones to the seabed off the western coast of Scotland to have a bit of an eavesdrop. Nianka Van Giel was part of the team. Nianka, good afternoon to you. As you know, whales and dolphins communicate in what sounds to us like song. And a team of researchers in Scotland have just spent a year listening to them. They drop microphones to the seabed off the western coast of Scotland to have a bit of an eavesdrop. uh, Nianka Van Giel was part of the team. Nianka, good afternoon to you. Yes, good afternoon. When you you embarked on this study, what was it you were hoping to discover? Uh, When we started, um, we knew there was very little information about the whales and dolphins that are present in the Scottish offshore waters. Uh, We didn't have an understanding about their daily presence, their seasonal presence or their migration. And this is obviously important if you're thinking about um, potential impacts our human activities have and also on the longer term, kind of the impact climate change might have on these species. So um, to address these knowledge, knowledge gaps, we, uh, for the first time, put out underwater microphones at 10 uh, locations west of the Outer Hebrides, so covering um, from the Bath of Lewis down to kind of the island of Mingale and Barra, and then off to uh, about 180 kilometres offshore, uh, where we recorded for almost a year at these sites. Mm. And, and is with it... that kind of, we analysed the data for the vocalisations of uh, a range of different species of marine mammals, the baleen whales, uh, such as minke whale, humpback whales, sai whales, uh, but also sperm whales, dolphin species and harbour porpoises. And um, we now know that a huge variety of different species use this area on a very regular basis. And uh, in particular... We've got more information about uh, the daily patterns of their vocalizations as well as their seasonal uh, presence, which is something we didn't know before. And is enough known about the calls of whales and dolphins for when you listen back to it to be able to say, yes, that's definitely this kind of a a whale, for instance? Yes, for various species, uh, their vocalizations have been described. So we were targeting the ones uh, which are known um, however, for the dolphins in particular, um, there are no automated um, detectors to tease the different species apart yet. So people are working on it globally, but at the moment that would be a very labor-intensive manual process. So we had to cluster those species together. And what was very interesting in then when we looked at the results is that there were dolphins present at several of these sites on a daily basis. And on occasion, that was just the odd vocalization we picked up but on other days, there was just they were just present for hours and hours and hours on end, mm. uh, which was very exciting to see. And do you have any idea what it is they're saying in these vocalizations? Um, no, unfortunately, we don't uh, know kind of what the exact meaning of uh, certain sounds are. We know that certain sounds are being produced in relation to foraging, for example, where the, uh, the dolphins use echolocation to find their prey and to capture their prey and to navigate, whereas, uh, for example, uh, whistles are being produced in a more kind of social context. But in terms of an accurate understanding what each individual call, uh, what they're saying and kind of what they try to communicate to um, other individuals, we don't know yet. Mm. Is it very noisy down there? Um, Yes. So you, you pick up a, a range of different uh, sounds, which can include sounds from uh, wind, wave, rain, 
uh, as well as kind of flow from just the water currents. So those are all natural noises. We picked up um, noises from human activities, so from uh, from vessels, uh, echo sounders and dredges. We can pick up military sonar. And then there's a whole range of different vocalizations produced by uh, animals that includes marine mammals, um, kind of we focus on the whales and dolphins and porpoises, but also uh, seals are producing sounds at sea, uh, fish are producing sounds, and then you have crustaceans which are making noises as well. So there's a variety of different sounds being produced both during day and night. Um, yeah, and it's interesting to tease all these different sounds apart and to identify what is coming from which. And there are sounds which we have discovered for which we still don't know which species are producing those. So there's still lots to learn about that as well. Okay. And that process of figuring out who's making what sound, is that just by listening to it? Do you have some sort of program maybe that can divide them up? Um, to to know who's, which species is producing which sound that is um, kind of generally an observation, a visual observation linked to acoustics at the same time. But what we did here is we... We only focus on known vocalizations, and that was in uh, kind of process in a semi-automatic way, where we uh, had a program where we run uh, all our data and all our sound files through, and then all the detections which were identified by the software, we manually verified whether those were actually the the sounds we were looking for. And in the time periods where nothing was found, we manually went through those to see whether nothing was missed. So it's a time-consuming process if you look at the data from 10 sites with uh, almost a year of data for each of these. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Actually, we do have a, a, an example, uh, first off, of a whale song. So this is the kind of thing that we're listening to. Now, uh, Nianka, what, what kind of a whale is that? So this is an example of uh, a humpback whale song. So they have a, vo- a kind of a song which consists of different units um, and they are repeated kind of throughout their vocalization. So they can last about 20 minutes and then they start over again. And it's a very complex um, structure, this, their song. Mm. And how, like, how far would that sound travel far uh, for? Would other humpbacks hear it kilometres away? Yes, uh, humpback whale song can travel tens of kilometres, in depending a little bit on the condition, how noisy it is in general, and what kind of uh, whether it's open water or not. Um, so environmental conditions play a, a role in how far it travels, and all, also kind of how loud they are producing it. So they can just like us kind of talk or make their vocalizations louder or softer. But yes, they can they can travel over tens of kilometers. And for other species which have high-frequency vocalizations, like the porpoises, you can only pick up their sounds about 300 meters away from when they're vocalizing. Um, but the vocalizations of the baleen whales who are producing very loud and low-frequency sounds that can even travel up to hundreds of kilometers. My uh, word. Which is particularly useful if, if there are individuals migrating that they can still remain in contact with each other, although they're spread out over a huge area. Yeah. And so is, is there any, the, the other whales, would they have a reaction to that? Would they, you know, be attracted towards the sound or, or do they answer it? Uh, in this case, with humpback whales, it's uh, the males producing these sounds. Um, I'm not sure whether that attracts them or kind of 
make sure that they kind of stay spread out uh, that I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, as you said, it's it, it's a very complex song, though uh, someone in our newsroom w- w- was listening to this uh, clip today and just slightly edited a bit to, to kind of uh, bring out what she thought she heard. Uh, is, are, are Wales music fans, Nianka, as far as you know? Um, I can definitely say there's rhythm in nature, kind of. Kind of yeah, you can see there's a, there's a pattern there, and whether they are actually musical. If I listen to these recordings, I, I find them musical. Kind of sometimes it's very therapeutic to listen to these. Kind of we all know the, the will CDs or the kind of the soundtracks where you can listen to to calm yourself down and. For them, it has a function. They try to explain something from one individual to, or explain or transfer some information from one individual to another. Uh, kind of, we inter- interpret it slightly different um, when we listen to it, kind of from a musical point of things. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nianka van Giel uh, from the Scottish Association for Marine Science. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.